Welcome to Redemption Unveiled, where we talk practical advice to live a Christian life. Hi, I'm Haley. I'm glad you're here. Let's do this. Hello, happy Wednesday, and I am so excited to be here today. So I've actually been diving into my Bible study that I'm beginning for the Redemption Unveiled community. Today, I've been doing it, and I am excited about this. Okay, and as I've been working on it, I have realized I want to today touch base a little bit about the heart of Redemption Unveiled, my passion on this earth. And truly my call on this earth. And I know it's been a while since I've covered this. And this is me. This is who Haley is called to be, what Haley is called to teach. And I am so excited to dive in today. Before we get started, I want to do a quick prayer. Why do I want to pray? I don't know. I just feel led to pray right now. So we're going to do that. So, dear Lord, thank you so much for this day. And thank you so much for how you walk with us in this life. I know that I have had times and seasons of my life that have felt so isolated and so lonely and um, confused. And I specifically want to pray for anyone today that is in a season that they feel lonely and isolated and confused, just confused. What are you doing, God? Where are you? What are they supposed to do? What What is the right path for them to take? And I just specifically pray for every single person that finds themselves feeling a little bit abandoned by you, a little bit like, hey, God, I've been doing a lot to honor you and to serve you, and I feel as if you are not holding up your end of the, end of the bargain. And I just pray for those people right now, and I pray that today, whether that be through this podcast or through a different way, I pray that you would show yourself to them and just be a a reminder that you have not forgotten them, you have not forsaken them, um, that there is a purpose in this season, and I pray that they would just feel comforted right now and in the next coming days and weeks to come. Amen. Like I said, I've been kind of diving in today to my Bible study that I'm going to be doing through the community, and it's gotten me a little riled up because it is so fun to see how God weaves his lessons together and how he really just brings it all together. And this, for me, is a season right now that God is doing that a lot. I have been in many many seasons, many years of my life where I have not felt like God was bringing things together. And I think something for all of us to understand about our God is that our God is not driven by accomplishment, by the clock. He's not driven in any way that feels like pressure. And I don't know about you, but I personally am a person driven by the clock and a person driven by pressure. I am a person that's driven by productivity, by results. And I don't believe, I do believe God loves to have a harvest, but I don't believe God is stressed about the seed getting a harvest ASAP. 
I believe our God loves the process of reaping and sowing. I believe our God loves walking with us. I think he loves to take us to new areas of ourself and show us who we are. I think he loves to explore the soil and the rocks and to get those rocks out. And I think he loves the process of taking us to the seed and showing us what we could plant, what we are planting. Why do we have this coming up in our life? I think our God loves to teach us about the the soil in our lives. I think our God loves to to plant it with us and to watch it grow. I think our God loves the process. Several years ago, I stopped praying for results of things. I just, why did I stop praying for results? Because I felt like all my prayers that I was praying for results weren't working. So I had to switch them because I don't like feeling like I'm out of control. And the truth is, is I am out of control on this earth. I am not God. I am only in control of so many things. And I started realizing my prayer life was oftentimes me trying to control things. And so I really shifted it. Like, number one, I don't even a lot of times know what's best for me. So maybe I should stop telling you what I want. And number two, if I truly trust that my God is a good father, then I have to get on board with his plan. I I just had to. I mean, I'm a person that likes things to make sense. And I either trust my God or I don't. And so I just figured probably if I really believe that my God is good, then I could probably just pray, hey, God, your will be done. You know the circumstance and I'm giving it to you. Um, if that makes any sense. So several years ago, I stopped praying so many specific things like, hey, God, do this. Hey, God, do this. Hey, God, do this. And I started praying more like, hey, God, I want to have experiences with you and I want to have a relationship with you. I want to have, instead of saying, you know, God, do this for me, I would say, God, I want to have more experiences with you. Like, teach me how to have a relationship with you. I I want to experience life with you, and I don't understand how to do that. And this started, I don't know, 10 years ago I started praying this, and, and now I see it's taken years for me to fully understand that that is my God's heart. You guys, so many of us are just driven by the call that, and the truth is some of it's really good. Some of the things we're asking God for are so good. But the truth is, is he is not looking for us to live a life of a checklist, of of a to-do list. He is looking to live life with us. He is looking to teach us how our, how we work. He is looking to, to teach us to unveil who we are in him. He is looking to have experiences with us. He doesn't need us just to study his rules and obey his right and wrong. Guys, that is not what Christianity is. Doing good and not doing bad is not Christianity. Having arguments over what is right and what is wrong is not Christianity. In fact, it is often that back in the in the garden the knowledge of good and evil is a is a counterfeit it is a counterfeit of what our god wants us to live and yet so many of us are driven by performance haley is raising her hand right now i have to say i'm not 
I'm not there as much as I used to be, but goodness gracious, there was a season in my life that I was so driven by results, so driven by my performance of of being good or doing good. And I I really want to encourage each and every single one of you guys right now that if you feel like your Christianity is this, I need to do good life, I need to be good life, I really encourage you just to explore that maybe you're missing a part of it. Maybe you're missing it. And I also, you know, one of the best ways to know if you are living the life God has for you is how kind are you to yourself when you fail? Because I know for me, it's not if I fail, it is when I fail. I will do it wrong. I have done it wrong. I do do it wrong. That is just the reality of my life. And I want to encourage you that how hard are how hard on yourself are you when you get it wrong? Because that is a great indication of do you live in performance? Like when you fail, when you know you failed. And I'm not just saying that, you know, of course, it's not like I just want to say like, oh, I don't care that I did something wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm saying when you do your best and you don't feel like you measure up, how kind can you be to yourself, right? Because I used to be really hard on myself. Like this wave of shame would come over and I truly felt just embarrassed. I felt so embarrassed. And I want to, I want to highlight that feeling embarrassed, that feeling ashamed, that feeling like we have to hide our failure, the feeling like we have to hide our brokenness, the feeling like we need to hide our weaknesses. You guys, I know there's so many women listening to this. I know there's women listening to this that struggle. You don't like your personality. You've tried to change things about yourself. I know there's women listening to this that don't like the way you look physically. I know there's women listening to this that fantasize about other men that you're not married to. I know there's women listening to this that actually are talking right now, um, you know, engaging in conversations, whether that be through social media or texting or in real life, just flirting just enough where you feel like you're not crossing a line, but you know you like the attention. I know there's women listening to this that are trying to keep everything together and you think you have to be perfect and you've lived a life where you are the one who always has the answers. And because of that, you don't know how to be honest that you actually have some issues. I know there are people listening to this that feel so misunderstood in their own life. There are people listening to this that feel hidden in their own life. Like, like you feel as if you can, you can put it, put your best foot forward and you do good. And then every now and then you'll just have a circumstance that you feel so seen and embarrassed and you feel so vulnerable and you feel like a failure. You feel like a failure. And what I want to really encourage you guys in is that you do not and should not stay there. You do not have to stay there and you should not stay there. Particularly, guys, you know, if you're a Christian, I, re- I want to beg of you to understand Christianity is not a Sunday service, a small group of learning how to live a, a morally good life, okay? That is not Christianity. Christianity is not being right about everything moral. Christianity is not 
being the one who, you know, judges everyone who makes mistakes. Christianity is not the, is not like this ladder that teaches us how to get to the top of the performance. Okay. That's not Christianity. Um, at least it, I mean, maybe it is Christianity, but it's not, it's not the life that God has invited us to. Um, truthfully, 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 guys, God has invited us to basically, basically guys, Christianity is just an invitation to understand fully the person God created you to be and become that person on earth, not waiting till you die and go to heaven. Um, there's a scripture in the Bible in the Sermon on the Mount, which I, Sermon on the Mount, and it is one of my favorite little clusters of scripture in Matthew, I think it's Matthew 5, 6, 7, and the whole thing is just a lot of nuggets of just living Jesus's principles. It's just so many really challenging. I mean, I think we could all probably live our entire life just unpackaging those principles, but one of the things at the very end, he talks about um, the people that are coming into the kingdom of heaven and how many people will, will that Jesus will say like, turn around like I never knew you I never knew you and I I'm not one that wants to shame or fear anyone or you know just put fear in anyone I I don't like um I don't like planting fear because you're going to get a harvest of fear but there obviously is principles that we need to understand and one of the principles guys is that we need to be known like we need to be known by our God and what does that look like that looks like me saying, oh, wow, I've got issues. That looks like me exploring those things. That looks like me where I no longer live my life to not have problems or to present myself like I don't have problems. I Christianity is not a shield to keep us protected from our brokenness. Christianity should be a path to explore our brokenness so we find healing I know I've said this before, and I will probably say it one more million times on this podcast, but my life now is a, is a, a cycle and a system and a, um, what am I trying to say? A habit of literally saying I have issues. Okay. That is my life that I live. I don't need you guys to think that I'm perfect because I'm not. I don't need you guys to think that I that I'm not making any mistakes because that's not the reality. But I want you guys to know that usually weekly, if not a few times a week, at the end of the day, I sit down with my husband and I tell him that I have issues, that you know, fear or shame or whatever it is that has come into you know judgment, uh, me feelings I have towards another person or, you know, whatever it might be. And, and it's a lifestyle now of saying, hey, babe, I found something new within myself or I had a new circumstance that brought up another area within me that is broken. I'm not ashamed to tell you that I've got issues because don't you worry, my God is healing me. He has healed me. He's continuing to heal me. And I know the principle that I need to bring two or more people into my brokenness and take it to God and say, it's not my job. It is my job to see it, to own it, to speak it out. And it is my God's job to heal me. That is Christianity. Okay. And I, I'm not exactly sure how it is so easy for us to miss that piece, 
but it is. And I say that because I've lived my entire life in the Christian culture, and it is so easy to say that we're being honest. It is so easy to say that we are being real, but it is not easy to live. And I want to take you guys to the moment just real quick in Genesis when after Adam and Eve eat the apple and or whatever, you know, we eat the forbidden fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And God comes to the garden and he says, where are you? And they hid from him. And, you know, he finds them and he says, they said, well, we didn't want to come out because we were naked. And obviously I'm paraphrasing here. And God said to them, who told you that you were naked? And I really want to, encha- I want to, enca- I want to challenge you today that that is the key. That right there is the key to Christianity. That's like why Jesus came, you know, to get rid of the shame of our nakedness, the shame of our failure, because all of a sudden Adam and Eve knew that they, they knew right from wrong and they knew how, how much failure they had in themselves and they went to hide from God. And I would challenge each and every single one of us that there are times and part of our life right now that we have lived a lifestyle of hiding and we, God is saying, I want to walk with you. I want to live life with you. I want to create a garden of, of community with you. Like, like if we look at our life where God wants to walk with us, God wants to live life where every day he says, okay, what, where are we going to today? And I take him and I say, okay, God, I'm going to show you this area of my garden that is a wreck. I'm going to show you this area that I have of jealousy, comparison, failure, shame, hate, uh, lust, insecurity. I'm going to show you this area of pride that I've noticed. And if you could just come with me, God, would you, you know, I want to take you to this. And it's like this lifestyle of walking with God in my life, in, you know, my garden that says, I am not hiding from you. I am going to show you the entire mess that I have. I am going to walk with you. I'm not going to rush it because I understand I will reap what I sow. I am not going to pretend that I have no issues. I am not going to spend my life trying to fix everyone else's garden, which is what a lot of Christians do, right? And so I really want to encourage you guys in that, like, dive into that. Dive into you exploring your brokenness. I am telling you right now, that is why you are on this earth. Creation is waiting for the children of God to become the people he created them to be. And the only way to do that is to walk with God in our brokenness, tell the people in our community, tell our safe places about all the issues we have currently. Don't be talking about them to the things that last month, last year that you struggled with. Say, right now, this is who I am. That brings light to that darkness, that cuts out shame and fear, makes us feel loved and supported. We won't feel lonely. And we have God right there with us that says, yeah, I know what we need for this. I know what we need for this. And it is so fun and exciting. And you don't have to feel alone. You don't have to feel alone. You shouldn't feel alone in your Christian journey. If you feel alone, if you feel hidden, if you feel full of shame or fear, if you feel anxious, often in your life, then those are all signs that you haven't quite figured out how to walk with God 
without feeling you need to hide yourself from him or hide yourself from the world, okay? Okay, well, that is Haley's uh, Wednesday podcast for today. Like I said, I was just chewing on some of the things I've been studying for my um, Bible study that will be part of the Redemption Unveiled community. So you guys know that I've got that coming up. I don't know that I've actually specified yet that how it's going to work is, so this is Wednesday on Sunday. I'm actually going to open it up first to everyone who's joined my wait list for a few hours because the first 20 people get the first month half off, okay? And then Sunday evening, I'm going to open it up for anyone for the public. And then Thursday night, I'm going to close it back, okay? I don't want to just have people joining because I'm really going to launch with kind of a series that I'm super excited about. So I kind of want us all all to start at the same time. So you will have um, Sunday through Thursday to sign up and then it will not be available. Okay. So that's really important for you to understand. If you guys love Redemption Unveiled, that right there is where you want to be because this I'm telling you is where God is going to bring a lot of things together. All I know is that I am very excited for this and I know already it's brought some, a lot of clarity for me in my life and I'm excited. So if you like Redemption Unveiled. If you like my teaching, that is where you want to be. So go to redemptionunveiledcommunity.com right now to get on the wait list because the wait list people will have first access to sign up and the first 20 people have get the half off the first month. So you definitely want to be there. Also, just a little tidbit. This price that I'm doing right now will be the lowest price forever. <laughs> okay, so the next time I open it up, whether that be in six months or I don't know when, I will actually, it will be a higher price. So if you think you want to try it out, go ahead and get in now and then you can cancel it. I don't have, I don't have like, you know, there's no penalty for canceling it. If you're like, oh, I don't need this or I don't want this, then you just cancel. See, no problem. <laughs> I'm just really excited. As you guys know, um, Monday, this next Monday will be my last Monday podcast for the public and then we'll be shifting to my private private podcast moving to just my, or my Monday podcast moving to my private community. So I'm very excited. Thank you guys for joining me. I hope you're doing great. I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks. Bye. If you love this episode, be sure to share it with a friend, write a review, or just message me on my social. Instagram is Redemption Unveiled and Facebook is Redemption Unveiled Podcast. I'm so glad you joined me today because I know you are called to create something great and I'm privileged to be a part. Have a great day.